Welcome in. This is the Extra Points Podcast with the College Football Experience. We are the College Football Experience. My name's Gus. That's Will. It's week three. People are sleeping on this week, man, and I hate when people sleep on college football. People saying, this week ain't good. This week ain't this. This week ain't that. You you know what? You ain't going to be saying that in the summertime. It's week three, baby. College football's on, so y'all need to stop complaining. Will, sorry about my little rant. Just had to get that off my chest. How, how hey, these are the weeks people get beat. Upset. It happens. It happens every year. Even with our pickums, we're all like, oh man, we should all do well this week. Boom. Our nines get beat. Our eights get beat. But we all look terrible. Chews us Watch up out. and spits us out. Yeah. Watch out. I'm saying. I'm telling it you, this is an underrated week. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. And man. There's all these pod, these all these other podcasts I listen to, and they're like, "This week stinks." Nah. Like this slate needs to be better. Hey, when they Shut are up. when they are throwing the pigskin around on a Saturday from noon to about eleven at night, it's always a good day. It's, it's always a good day, brother. You've got that right. But before we jump into week three and start breaking it down, man, we see that y'all are watching, so y'all gotta subscribe on YouTube. You can follow us on TikTok and Instagram. Listen on Spotify and Apple Podcast at the College Football Experience. Man, we're going to be pumping out some really cool campus videos soon. We keep talking about it every episode. Y'all just going to be patient when we can get to these campuses and get these videos recorded. We're really excited about it. But, man, let's jump right in to week three, a game that I know you're nervous about. You're going to wake up Saturday morning sick to your stomach about this game the tennessee volunteers come into gainesville the swamp a six and a half points favorites versus the gators they haven't fared too well there in their recent visits since the early 2000s they've only won once since the year 2003 how do you think tennessee is going to fare in their visit to the swamp um this is probably their best team they've had in a while come into gainesville um, where yes. they're actually probably a little better than Florida in a long in a long time. Um, I will say this: Tennessee is probably better at every position, but the wide receiver position and the quarterback position with last year's team. Mm -hmm. So they're better defensively. They're better on the offensive line. They're better at the running back room. So they're going to be able to run the ball. Their defense is flying around right now, playing better. Um, so. But for some reason, man, they just struggle at this stadium. They struggle with Florida. They've only won in this in in Gangsville five times. So Golly. it's and yeah. they've been playing since the seventies. Yeah. So it's it's an interesting little stat line. I do think some things come to an end. I mean, people keep mentioning it, mentioning, mentioning it. I mean, it, I kind I hate that people keep talking about it because yeah. that's usually because people kept talking about the Kentucky thing for so long. And it that's happened. what I was about to talk about. So, <laughs> uh, I think this is their best chance for it to come to an end. Mm -hmm. I mean, for them to get a win in Gainesville, this is your best chance because who knows when they come back with our new scheduling and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so this is their best chance. They're a really good ball team. This is going to be up to Joe Milton um, at the end of the day for, for Tennessee to win. He's going to have to play well. His wide receiver core is going to have to play better. Um, I know they have a lot of drops. Um, they've done some missing assignments, but they've kind of had two scrimmage games pretty much. 
Yeah. So um, this is their first real test. Florida has the best defense in the SEC as currently, but I don't want to put too much into that stat line because yeah, it is. It's early. I mean, we're only a week th- going into week three. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to see, man. With Tennessee, um, you know, Florida's going to have to play really well defensively. Going to have to be able to cover the pass. Um, I think. One thing I want at the end of the game, I I don't want to say, man, I wish our play calling was better, kind of like I did at the Utah game. Yeah, I want I want to say, man, we get we put it all out there. Graham Mertz played well, and if we lose, then we lose. But if we win, great. That's just one thing. I just just I just don't want to look bad like I did against Utah, like we did against yeah. Utah. You know? Yeah, I I think this game. If you're Florida, you you need to make this game about Joe Milton. You need to you need to sell out to stop the run because that's what your defense is really good at. Like they have a good interior defensive line. So say, hey, we're gonna make Joe Milton beat us. And you also mentioned all of the wide receiver drops. That's really because Joe Milton's not accurate. Like mm-hmm. he he's he's simply not what Hendon Hooker was in this offense in the past two seasons. That's why he got benched for Hendon Hooker in the first place because he's because he isn't that accurate and he's really not seemed to rectify those issues in about the year and a half time that he was benched. So if I'm Florida, I'm looking Joe Milton straight in the eyes and, and saying you're going to have to beat us to win. Do you this remember game. what game he was benched in? Was it Florida game? He did. He started the game and uh Got benched in the middle of it, and yeah. Uh, so we'll see. This will be his first time coming back to us. So, and I mean, this this is probably as like a full time starter. This will probably be the most chaotic and hectic crowd he's ever played in. Yeah, I mean, because 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 kind of like you said, the Florida fans, like I can feel that they're like anxious they have like an anxious energy about them like they want to see their team come out and they just want to see them play super disciplined ball and not beat themselves like like you like you don't ever want to see your team lose but if you do lose you at least want to lose without saying oh well what if this happened like what if we didn't shoot ourselves in the foot 2100 times you don't want it to be procedural things. Like you don't yeah. want it to be illegal formations. You don't want it to be false All starts. Stars. You don't Holdings. want it to be the wrong jersey player. number. Yeah, wrong jersey number. Stuff wow. that you can control. Control. And some of the stuff that is coaching, mm-hmm. like simple mistakes that should yeah. never happen. You that's the stuff that you you just don't want to happen. Like I, I don't want to get in the red zone. And it'd be third and two, and we don't call a timeout in the second quarter, and we get a delay game, and it turns into third and seven. Yeah. Like, I don't want that to happen. Use the timeout. There's no reason for you to carry three of them with you in that quarter. Yeah. So just just a little bit better coaching-wise from those guys. And, you know, a little bit of Graham Mertz. I mean, if you see that yeah. play clock going down, call a timeout, man. I mean. he's uh, He's surprisingly been one of Florida's – Best players this season. I mean, yeah, he's he's doing what um, I think Wisconsin wanted him to do: uh, be that game manager, get the ball in the guy in the playmaker's hands, get us in the right play, and get us in the right protection. 
this is a pretty fun stat. Do you know the last time Joe Milton threw an interception? I have no idea. No. It was 2020 against Wisconsin when he was playing. Graham Mertz. Graham Mertz. If you would have told me in 2020, these two these two quarterbacks will be playing in the swamp in the year 2023 and both starting for Tennessee and Florida. I would have probably you know called that. you crazy. Yeah, I'd have told you there's no way we're going to go get Graham Mertz. Dan Mullen doesn't like Graham Mertz. <laughs> well, Dan Mullen ain't going to be there, buddy. <laughs> I would have said, no way, man. We got Kyle Trask right now, bro. We're killing it. Man, I think even though, man, I picked Florida to win week one, it came back and bit me in the butt. I'm picking Florida again, man. Are you? I, yes, I am picking Florida to hold down the swamp, man. I was there last year whenever Utah came in there early in the season, and I saw what the swamp could be. I saw that even though Florida wasn't the better team that day, they weren't the better team that season. The swamp had an impact, and just really being able to keep teams on the ropes and just win just a really ugly game, I think that they'll be able to do it, and I – it's going to be my one, and I know loads of people are going to have Tennessee, so I'm hoping they put Tennessee kind of high, and this is one that I'm willing to roll the dice on. I got Tennessee low. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't blame you. Just I can't let my heart keep making me lose these pickums. You have to use um, your head, brother. Yeah, so I, I'm going with the, the – better team but i got them low so yeah. if florida does end up winning i will be a-okay with losing these points um it will make my night it will not make or break my week um so i think everybody will have tennessee kind of high too so yeah. that's why i put them low and just the weird thing and playing in florida um, it just it just would not surprise me if we did win um we just we we play Tennessee weird. We play them tough. We play we always play them well. Like we played well last year for for a yeah. little bit. So we'll see. We'll see. Florida's really going to have though. to make this game like soup. Just they're going to have to make it an ugly game, and they're going to have to play at their pace and really control the pace. And I think they might have the ability to do that. But if but but if Tennessee jumps out hot here and quick, and they go up like. 14 to three. Yeah. I don't think we want to, I don't in any game. I don't think we, we want to throw it 33 times again. Um, No, I I think we want to get the run game going and I think we want to throw the ball maybe 18 times. I think that's kind of what you want to keep it at. Maybe him throw for like two, 200, two touchdowns. Um, and you want that run game to be about at 300 and something. (laughs) That's what you want. You want, you want that, or at least maybe in the 200s. Yeah. Um, think in the 200s with two touchdowns, I think that can win you the ball game. Um, if you run for over 200 yards in that game with two touchdowns, I think you're going to win. And then if Graham Mertz can add another 200 with his two touchdowns, I think you can win 28 to like 17, something like that. For sure. All right, man. Heading from the SEC East. Over to the SEC West, a bunch of people have Mississippi State upsetting LSU, but LSU goes into Starkville, man, nine and a half point 
favorites. Man, that's a big road test to open up SEC play, but I a bunch of people are picking this game as an upset. I don't see it. Do you see it? No, I don't know what they're what what are they basing it off of? Like what is what is about Mississippi State vibes? Like just, just because vibes. it's what scares me about it is that it's noon and it's at Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. Like that is the the time slot and just the cowbell stuff. That's the part that scares me. Yeah. If this was like a thirty game on on SEC Network, I would LSU, no doubt. Yeah. But it just scares me. I think LSU is going to win, but I think this will be one of those games they might get down early and then they have to. They got to jump all their way back. Yeah, they yeah. call the way back, and they're going to win an ugly game, uh, and mm-hmm. they're going to go. All right, we got out of that one. So that's what I kind of think this game's going to be like. Um, for me, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I got LSU high. Um, I got faith in them. I think they're going to pull it out. Um, I just, I got more I mean, faith in LSU than I do some of these other teams we got on here. And I mean, I think a bunch of people's opinions off of LSU is just from that second half from the Florida State game. They they took all they just got rid of all of the stuff from the offseason, all of the practice reports, and then all of the talent and coaching that they have on the field and the roster. And it's like saying like, hey, well, they got beat by Florida State. Florida State's good. They're yeah, really, I don't think, really good. I don't think Jordan Travis or uh Coleman are walking through that locker room for Mississippi State. No. Anytime and, soon. <laughs> and I I think this is just a bad matchup for Mississippi State because your new offensive identity, you don't throw the ball. I think they said that that Rodgers has only thrown the ball 41 times through two games this, this season. He only threw 15 passes last week. And and what do we know is the weakness of this LSU team? The secondary. And when and when you've changed your offensive identity where you're only throwing maybe 20, 25 passes a game and you're wanting to run the ball, and that's the strength of this LSU defense is their front seven. I just think it's a really super bad matchup. So I think the I think the matchup to watch in this game is the LSU offense versus Mississippi State defense. Can this LSU offense get rolling? Can this offensive line kind of establish their dominance that they really haven't been able to when they've played top tier competition which which was florida state so i want to see them be able to run the ball i really want to see them be able to control the game and just kind of out roster and lean on this veteran mississippi state team well you know you mentioned this might not be mississippi state's forte anymore but they still know how to do it and they still got the guys that can do it but so are they, they really- watched they watched the FSU game. They've watched film. They know what the weakness is. I wouldn't be surprised if they came out throwing the ball around and uh, brought out some of those, you know, air raid plays, old Mike Leach's plays. Um, or that head coach might be gun ho and say, listen, that's not what we do anymore. Yeah, we're not. We're moving like on. Old goat, don't he? We're, we're moving on from that, and we're going to do what we do. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think this is going to be an ugly one for the Tigers, but I think they're going to pull it out and uh, yeah. get them a W. I mean, I mean, I think I got LSU. They're for sure above five. I think I got them about seven. So, 
I mean, hopefully they can pull it out, but I think everyone's gonna pick LSU here. You yeah. would have, to have someone gutsy to pick Mississippi State, and if they do pick them, they're gonna pick them more. Cody. Hey, no, 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 because out of the week he had last week, he's going smooth sailing. Yeah, because <laughs> hey, you you do what you got to do to win, baby. All right, man. Moving on out west, Kansas State. This is a massive non-conference game for the SEC. Kansas State rolling into Columbia, Missouri as four-and-a-half-point favorites. I think this line's dropped. Um, I think it's dropped today to, to about three-and-a-half, depending on where you're looking, man. But Kansas State beat the crap out of Missouri last year, and they're looking to do it again this year. The Big 12 champs, man, they're such a physical team. Such a physical team, and I don't know if this Missouri offense is just able to withstand a front seven that is that physical because when whenever you went back and you watched Missouri play, they played they played Middle Tennessee State last week. They they only ran for like two point, I think it's like two point five yards per rush last week against mm-hmm. Middle Tennessee State. So what the heck are you going to do against this Kansas State front? I mean, good God almighty. Yeah, um, I'm not going to lie. At first, I was leaning Missouri because I just didn't know much about them. I just looked at yeah. the time slot where it was being played, and then I started doing my research, and I looked at the game last week, and I said, what oh. in the world happened in this game? Yeah. Then I started looking at the stats, and I said, man, they played terrible. Awful. And I started leaning way over here towards Kansas State and started bumping them up a little bit. Yeah. So, and I started looking at – I mean, I know this don't matter, but they're a ranked team. They have the better players. Uh, they returned they a lot have of the production. better coaching staff. They returned a lot of production from last year from the Big 12 Championship team. Yeah. So, better coaches probably. Eli's a weirdo. Um, so, I'm going to go Kansas State. I got them. About five or six, somewhere around there. Yeah, I, I, th- I think I got them just a little bit higher than that. But I think this could maybe be a little higher scoring game than people think, just because of whenever you look at the Missouri offense, though they they are going to be able to they are going to be able to throw this ball. I just don't think they're going to be able to run it. And then you also look at this Kansas State team; they they do have bits and pieces where they can exp- well, where they can expose this. Missouri defense that has played good so far this season. Um, there, I think they're statistically also one of the better defenses in the country throughout two weeks. But I mean, they've played like Southern Missouri and they played Middle Tennessee State. Big whoop. You got Kansas State rolling into town now, boy, and they're coming to bring the pain. This is something weird though. This this line's opened up at five and a half, which was a really weird like number to open at and then mm-hmm. it's all the way down to three and a half so that means people are betting missouri which kind of has me concerned like has what me concerned am, too. like <laughs> like <laughs> like what am i missing here and is it and is it just a and is it just a public that's betting them or is it all these sharps that are betting them that's something that i don't have the knowledge to know because i don't pay for that knowledge but that has me concerned that this number is trickling away from us yeah, um, I am unsure about, but that's what that's the only thing that worries me is mm-hmm. that it keeps it keeps going down. It's at four and a half. It's at four on okay. ESPN. 
Okay, so um, I'm sure it's, it's a little different it. everywhere. Mm-hmm. But man, noon in Missouri. I don't know. It's going to be a weird ball game. Supposedly, in a lot of preseason, um, depending on what you looked at, Missouri would was like one of the best secondaries returning. Yeah, um, and I guess that was something. You know, I just didn't know much about Missouri, and they have uh, a pretty soft little defense. Yeah, that'll be something to watch. Um, they've always kind of had a pretty good little defense yeah. um, since they kind of came in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. I'm still going to go Kansas State. I think there's going to have to be Dang. something comes out that I just don't – that's going to make me change my mind. I mean, so many people have this as like a little upset game too, but I just don't see it. I could be wrong, but this is a game that I'm willing to be wrong on. I'm also yeah. going Kansas State, and I'm going to put them kind of high as well. This is a game that I'm really not that confident in. Minnesota, <laughs> Golden Gophers coming down to Chapel Hill, play North Carolina – Seven and a half point favorites in Tar Heels are man, who's gonna come out on top? Because a bunch, I mean, a bunch of people got Minnesota going on the road and beating beating the freaking Tar Heels too, dude. I mean, I mean, this is just another sneaky game where like you have where you have North Carolina looked really good week one. They come back home to play App State last week, look like the 2022 North. Carolina team Drake may kind of had a little off off day he hasn't played fantastic this season so a bunch of people are questioning the Tar Heels ability to pull this game out dude yeah um last week's game kind of worried me a little bit with North Carolina Mm -hmm. Uh, but App State always plays them tough that's a sneaky little in-state little brother big brother rivalry very much where App App State wants that respect from them, and NC's like, hey, you you can go on, little boy. Get away from me. Um, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't read too much into that game. Uh, it's it's like a – it'd be like UCF playing Florida or South Florida playing Florida State, somebody like that, just a smaller school playing a yeah. big school in the same state. Sandwiched right in between two big non-conference games. Yeah. One, you're yeah. coming off the – high of beating Carolina, and yeah. then you're, like, looking forward to a big non-con team that's coming to town, and that's App State Super Bowl. Like, that yes, is their – very much so. That's one of their biggest games. So, um, I think Drake May is going to be fine. This game is – for me, it's going to be the defense. Anytime when we talk about North Carolina, it's going to be can their defense play consistently? Can they play throughout the game? They had a really good game against South Carolina. Um, even though Radler did have – you know, pretty good statistics on them, but they didn't let them score a lot. So, right. let's and Minnesota looked terrible against Nebraska. I mean, absolutely yeah. awful. And we just saw what happened in Nebraska against Colorado. So, well, their offense looked terrible. They yeah, they had a they had a pretty stingy defense. Well, also Nebraska's offense ain't very good. It, um, yeah, it <laughs> so I don't know what Minnesota's defense is really like and we'll get to see it this true. weekend against drake may and then mm-hmm. i got the tar heels high um on this one i think they're gonna pull it out yeah i think i got unc at like six or seven just just because again i'm just i'm just trying to play it safe and then have a few then have a few few games at the bottom where hopefully i can kind of inch again inch ahead because this is a marathon not a sprint, but I do think these teams had a little out of 
out of character performances when it came to their week ones. And then they kind of regressed back to the mean in week two. And I think they're going to have a little out of character performance here in week three. I'm really looking for this North Carolina defense to step up kind of get some pressure on Ethan Kelly. Manis, the Greek rifle, baby. We, we were talking about him week one and I think they're going to get pressure on them. I think, they're going to kind of stop this Minnesota run game that kind of got going last week. And I think the Tar Heels are going to pull out in a good um, week three matchup at home. The backyard brawl is back in Morgantown, baby. Pittsburgh coming off a disappointing loss to Cincinnati, man. They were, I think they were like a six and a half point favorite last week and lost to the Bearcats. West Virginia coming off what was a pretty good game versus Penn State. Um, I know they've surprised a lot of people with the way that they've looked so far this season. They are about a one-and-a-half-point favorite at home in the backyard brawl. I think they opened it like a two-and-a-half-point dog. So this number's really shifted, and it'll probably keep going in West Virginia's favor, man. Who wins the backyard brawl like the good old days? Man, I'm so glad this game is back in Morgantown. The Mountaineers. Yeah, they're baby. fighting. They're fighting for their coach, man. They're gonna get it done. Oh, yeah. um, I like what they. I liked what I saw against um, against Penn State. Yeah. I mean, they didn't look absolutely fantastic, but they didn't look terrible like we thought they were going to look. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to go look at the number right now to see what it is. Um, but I'm going West Virginia, man. I got it low. Yeah, <laughs> I don't trust it. It's too close of a number because. On our app that we use, it does have um, Pittsburgh as the favorite, but I have yeah, seen but... it shift to West Virginia here recently. So, yeah, so West Virginia is a two and a half point favorite right now. Yeah, yeah, um, which is crazy to me. Who would have thought that going into this year that, that they'd be favored in this game? But Dude, I'm I'm going with the West Virginia. West Virginia. So I'm also going with the Mountaineers because when you look at the way Pitt's offensive line has played this year, which was supposed to be one of their strengths coming in to the season, they have been atrocious. Like they've been so bad. And whenever you've looked at West Virginia, they were able to give Penn State kind of a little bit of fits on the offensive line which was supposed to be one of Penn State, well, which is one of Penn State's strengths, they were able to kind of rough them up a little bit. So that's why I think that line has kind of moved because of the two contrasts on the line of scrimmage for the two teams. I mean, th this is in Morgantown. That place is going to be rocking. I cannot I wait. Dude, that place is going to be rocking because it's the first time that the backyard brawl has been played there since what, like, I think it's like 2012 or like 2011 or something like that so that's going to be a real big deal to this fan base and i'm going with the mountaineers pretty low too they they'll probably be like my two or three but i can't wait for this game and i can't wait for this game james madison versus troy some g5 action on the pickums this week man one thing that i want to address Y'all know that I hate the NCAA. Hate them. They are worthless. <laughs> they are gum on the bottom of your shoe, scummy. Scrape them off. Throw them in the trash. They're keeping James Madison out of the postseason. They're the best team in the Sun Belt, but they won't be able to play 
or the conference championship game because they came up from FCS to the FBS, and the NCAA says you have to have a two-year postseason. It's essentially a ban for coming up, but it's like to help you get ready and get like get your program stabilized when they've gone from one level to the next. Screw that. James Madison coming for blood. I don't I don't even care about anything about this game. This is their Super Bowl. This is their conference champ. They're coming on the road down to Troy and they're whooping Troy. I don't I don't even care. This is pure vibes. Pure vibes. This is their conference championship game. James Madison off the win versus Virginia coming in there and they're going to thump Troy. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I didn't know much about either one of these teams. Yeah. Whatsoever at all. Hey, so don't sleep I just, with James Madison. I, I just picked Troy's Troy. also really good. I just picked Troy at one because yeah. they're the home team and they're the favorite. So I mean, I mean, Troy, Troy was really good last year. They, I mean, they're they're getting they're really getting rolling down there. You you can see why teams like Auburn, why teams like Alabama, why they don't want to schedule Troy because Troy's. Troy's kind of getting things going, but so I'm is James Madison. What it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't want to play Troy's Auburn because kind of like the apps, app state to the North Carolina deal, that's Troy Super. Like that is Troy Super Bowl. Like you're yep. the younger brother for the in state team. So I totally understand why Alabama and Auburn don't want to schedule them for the regular season. I would schedule them. It means means a little bit more to them and yeah. It's it's fun. You need to play your in-state teams. You need to get on, jump on that train, man. Yeah. Y'all's man. ADs doing it. Terrible job. But I love James Madison here off of pure vibes. And I and I also love their colors. Like purple and gold and white. It just looks I love so purple clean. and gold. And they actually yeah. make it look good. Unlike yeah, East Carolina. Well, be because their gold is actually like a good real looking gold like you know they call lsu's yellow gold it is yellow that's yellow (laughs) yeah that's a hundred (laughs) percent if you think that's gold you need to go to the ophthalmologist and get your eyes checked so all you lsu fans go to the eye doctor like he said (laughs) yeah man but you're going troy i'm going james madison We'll have to see next week who's right, man. And this this was a game last year that y'all convinced me to keep off the pickums. Y'all convinced me to keep this game off the pickums, but it was such a fun game last year. BYU making the return trip to Fayetteville to play the Razorbacks. Hit it with me, Will. <laughs> and you got Arkansas. Eight and a half point favorites, as as I think they should be in this game. Can the Razorbacks put the SEC on their backs and get a much needed non-con win for the home teams? Yes, they're going to get it done. KJ Jefferson's playing really well. Um, the defense is playing well for Arkansas. Expect them to be able to just be. They're just going to be a better team up front. They're going to be able to run the ball. Again, not haven't seen by BYU yet. Um, so this is a sneaky game though, because this game last year was really close. Uh, 
it was, um, a, it was a really a good game and i'm pissed y'all convinced me to take it yeah on. it it was a good game last year but arkansas just has too much coming back kj jefferson is the real deal so i'm gonna go with old sam Pittman and the fighting hogs drinking some cold beer after the game i'm gonna go drink some cold beer <laughs> i think this is a really interesting matchup because these two teams kind of have they kind of have the same identity they're like a super old rosters they really want to establish a line of scrimmage they really want to run the ball and they really want to lean on you and just break your will but i'm going arkansas too that's just too much for byu to come into reynolds razorback stadiums with them big walmart logos on the side i mean what does byu know about walmart they don't know nothing about no walmart so i'm picking arkansas to just be the more physical team i'm i am picking kj jefferson to lead them to victory i do i would like to see them be able to pass the ball more i would like to see the arkansas wide receivers get a little more separation so they can kind of open up the passing game just a little bit more one team that does open up the passing game my washington huskies baby with michael Penix jr coming in to poor michigan state a 16 and a half point favorite if y'all been following the show will do you remember it was our very first show during the summertime. You could get this, you could have gotten this number at eight. And I said, put the mortgage on it, baby, at eight. And look at what it it's doubled. The spread's doubled. <laughs> the, the spread is actually moved up a point and a half today. It's at 18. And I filled all of this out this morning. So it's more than doubled, man. What? You, how ugly is this game going to be? And is there any chance Michigan State gets the upset at home? No, not no with chance. what happened with no, not with what happened with Mel Tucker, him being fired for just kind of well, just out of the blue. Um, well, 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 he's officially been suspended. But he's gonna, but but well, but it's suspension saying, with that intent to fire. Well, then these on three 24 7, they need to get their facts straight because I keep saying yeah. fired. So, uh, well, well, well it's, he's it's, not it's, there it's, right it's now, yeah. yeah. Well, he's not there right now, and they've been dealing with that. So, yeah, I promise you, these kids haven't been really focusing on practicing for Washington, yeah. yeah. Um, and Washington's just full steam ahead right now, they're playing great. Penix Jr. is, I mean, he's looking like the real deal um, until they play a, some real teams. Um, so, I think this is, they're going to cover Washington will. It'll be a blowout. Yeah. Just because of what's happened with Michigan State this past week, just yeah, some crazy circumstances they got going on up there. They're trying to get rid of him, finding a way to get rid of him. So, yeah. I, I just hope he gets his money. I hope it comes out and he gets his money because yeah, um, that's a lot of money that they'd owe him. Some of the stuff I've some of the stuff I've read is just they're Michigan State's doing him dirty. So yeah, I hope he can get his money. Man, I I think it could kind of work in the opposite for this Michigan State team that it could kind of bring them together and. I mean, because that they probably don't want their coach fired. So, like, they could come together and say, like, hey, like, we're going to like we're gonna go out here and we're going to win, and it could kind of bring them together. But 
I don't think they're going to win. Because like I said in the offseason, that their that they're secondary in 2022, garbage. Their secondary in 2023, going to be garbage. And I just don't think they have the guys on the outside to match the guys that Washington has on the outside. So I think it's going to be too much. It could be tight early on, but then as the game goes on, there's just too much for the Spartans to handle. I'm Since I'm a Washington boy this year, well, since I'm a Michael Penix boy this year, I think I'm, I think I'm going to put Washington at 10. I think I'm going to do it. There's yeah. nobody else I feel comfortable with besides yeah. them. Yeah, I'm I'm putting Washington at ten, and I'm just gonna hold my breath and I'm just gonna go for it, man. Poor Georgia Tech. I mean, they're they have to play Ole Miss and they have to play Georgia this year. They go to Oxford, eighteen and a half point dogs. Do you think there's any way possible that they could keep this game close? Yes. Or somehow pull the upset. I no. think so too. They can't upset them, but they're going to keep it close because yeah. Ole Miss's defense is atrocious. They. Suck. I mean, I, and, I think me. I think me. And you go out there and grab some scrubs, and we can go score a touchdown on Ole Miss. I mean, I'm pretty unathletic. Will <laughs> their defense is terrible, man. I mean, they couldn't even stop Tulane's second string offense. Yeah. So, I think Georgia Tech can score some points. Um, it'll probably be a good little confidence boost for them. This is a better Georgia Tech team. Um, we saw that they were they were up on Louisville, um, just kind of had a terrible third quarter. So yeah. this will be a close game. There, I don't think Ole Miss will cover. So I'm going to go Ole Miss to the win, but Georgia Tech will cover. I think so, too, and I'll be interested to see – how Ole Miss responds from kind of a lackluster game last week, even though they did pull out the win. I mean, I think ugly. that, yeah, it was such an ugly and kind of like we talked about on the review show, that score was extremely, extremely misleading. But I just think that Ole Miss has too much talent, and I think they do find a way to pull away at the end at home. But, man – I, I would I would love to see Georgia Tech go in there and beat Ole Miss because I don't I don't I don't like Ole Miss, man. I can hear the headlines now. The SEC is done, dude. Could you? I mean, it's the all is better than the SEC, dude. It's already rampant. It's because I think we're like two and five and out of conference games versus power five Dude, teams. ACC is four and one against us right now. <laughs> could you imagine if Georgia Tech goes into Oxford and beats Ole Miss? You would have you would have Auburn fans would be cheering that we didn't hire Lane. And I would be one of them. Yeah. I mean yeah. that 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 would be like Dang, the SEC really, my, really might suck. We really my, might suck this year. My um, cousin, that's an FSU fan. He hates that, like the SEC kind of, like we all don't like each other. But when we are out of conference, we all like kind of, like we're the best. Like you know, what I a hundred percent can see why. It, it, he it, says, he says that is so annoying. So now, like when an SEC team loses, he texts me and says, uh, "What happened, man?" Trash. Yeah, he talks trash to me. 
And I'm like, dude, we just been the best for so long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's and, about time for us to come down. I mean, and, and he's like, and I mean, you see what I'm saying? You see how well, annoying I mean, y'all are? And we, the the SEC as a whole, we suck at quarterback. Yeah, like like we simply suck at quarterback. We're very, when, av- we're very average at quarterback. When 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 your three best quarterbacks in the league are Jackson Dart, KJ Jefferson, Jaden Daniels. Spencer Rattler and possibly Joe Milton. I mean, goodness gracious! I, I don't. I don't even think the SEC. You you can for sure say we don't have a top ten quarterback in the country. You maybe could say top top fifteen. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I got to see some more sample sizes. I mean, we yeah. m- majority of the conference has played nobody's in. We know the playbook is very vanilla those weeks. We know the they're they're not going to bring out the playbook. So when we start getting into conference play, that's when we'll see guys Damn step up. Team. Like Carson yeah. Beck's going to look better. Um, maybe Joe Milton can be what everybody thinks he's going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm ready to see like what Milrow can do. Can he improve? Can he get better? Is there going to be a new quarterback in Alabama? Uh, I think so. Can Jackson Darden get better? Are we going to see another quarterback in Ole Miss? I don't um, think so. Can Auburn find one dude and stick with him, or is the game plan two? You know, I don't think they can find someone. <laughs> LSU has Jaden Daniels, even though we think the guy behind him might be a little Garrett, better quarterback. I think he is for sure a, a better quarterback, but I think their running game is just so average that yeah. they have to lean on Jane Daniels' legs so hard that that's the only reason that he's the quarterback is because he's their best running back, too. LSU I mean, has always been crazy. so – LSU's always been so good, dude, at running the ball. They've always had good running backs. They've always been three deep. Yeah. And they can't – they're just kind of bleh. Yeah, and I mean, that's just something that they're going to have to – Address uh, and hit in the portal, but they're really gonna have to address it on the recruiting trail. But man, we got one last game. We got Syracuse going to Purdue. They're actually two and a half point favorites on the road. This, do you remember this game last year in the yeah, former was, in the former Carrier Dome? This game yeah, was insane. It was. It was crazy. I remember um, we watched it together. Yeah. And it had like a crazy ending, like uh, it was bananas. One of them bananas. scored at the end, and then the other one came down and scored at the very end. They steal the bananas. game pretty much. Yeah, it's absolutely bananas. I don't really have that much of a feel on this game because you yeah, have Purdue looked awful to open the season. Then they go on the road to Virginia Tech and win. I mean, I know that Purdue can sometimes be a pretty tough place to play. So, I'm going with Syracuse. Fake y'all out <laughs> right there. Fake y'all out riding with my boy Dino Babers up there in Central New York State, purely off because he's Dino baby and he has just been there forever. I really have no feel on this game. This is gonna, this is gonna be my two, just because it's such a close line. Two really bad teams that'll hopefully produce a good game. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't fully decided on this game. Um, man, I, I got um, 
I got Purdue right now, mm-hmm. but I've been leaning towards Syracuse the more and more I do some research in it. And I just I don't know. Just I have no tr- idea. just just hold your nose, trust Vegas. Just pick <laughs> pick the favorite, baby, because they're a whole heck of a lot smarter than me. <laughs> Well, sometimes one of those games, dude. Oh yeah, some there. There are sometimes Vegas. It's just just disgustingly wrong. But hey, they make money at the end of the season. What's one of the big takeaways that you want to see from this week? I want to see Florida's offensive line get some push and be able to run the ball. That's I, I. I just I want to see that. I want to see us look better. We've been told this is going to be a better team. And we didn't see it the first week when we had our chance to show everybody and against an injured Utah team. So uh ready to see that. I want to see. I'm excited about it. I'm gonna be anxious all day. I'm glad I'm gonna be busy in the morning, so I won't have to sit there and focus on it. So that's kind of my biggest takeaway is how can Florida look up front against Tennessee and because they're leading the SEC in sacks with 11. And Florida's offensive line is leading and giving up sacks in five. So five in one game. Yeah. That ain't looking good. Yeah. That's not looking good at all. So it'd be interesting to see. I know Tennessee's going to bring it. They're going to blitz them all day. And uh, we do have our starting center back. So we'll see, man. I'm excited though. It, it could always be worse. You could have South Carolina's offensive line. <laughs> and so one thing that I want that I hope we can take away from the weekend is that there is no top dog. I like that's what I want to take away is like that s- some of these games between all these top teams that are kind of sleepy that I hope they can be a little bit closer because it kind of looks like Georgia and then everyone else right now. So I'm really hoping maybe South Carolina can go into Athens. They can make it a little bit closer game. I hope that Florida can maybe upset Tennessee. I hope Mississippi State can push LSU to the wire. I hope all of these teams like like I hope I hope Texas is a little sleepy when they play Wyoming. I mean, I just hope these games are just ugly, man. And I want a Saturday full of top teams sleeping well and i hope at the end of the weekend that we can take away that there's no true top team and it's all wide open because that's gonna i'm make gonna leave crazy you season. i'm gonna leave you with this i was thinking about this before we started tonight um uh, i think this is the first year where there isn't a dominant team like the, you For know sure. how the past few years like the, your georgia's in alabama they've just been dominant man like just for so many years, you knew, like, we don't have a chance. I mean, we – Alabama's defense was so good for so long, and Georgia got like that for a few years in a row now. And this is the first year I can say, man, that, like, nobody is safe every weekend. I mean – You got to bring it because there's a lot of parity right now because of sure. – We just mentioned the quarterback situations. Mm-hmm. We have no stabilities at the quarterback position right now. We – we have a lot of unknowns because there's a lot of new teams because of the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of these teams haven't played anybody good yet. 
So, I it, mean, there's so now. many teams that I think could still. I mean, there's what twelve to fifteen teams that I think could still legit make the playoffs. Yeah, like I just think right now, especially in the SEC, dude, you gotta bring it every week right now because if you don't, you can get beat. Easily. And I don't think that's been the case for a while now and i think we're getting close to what everybody wants is just a little bit of parody and i think the transfer portal has kind of done that i think it's made uh, everybody a little better but we've also kind of gotten a little worse yeah so (laughs) i don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but it makes it kind of funner and it makes it just a little bit unknown yeah but man i cannot wait to watch this weekend's games and then be back here next week to review it all over again and hopefully hopefully one of us can be the winner because dude i only won one week last year and it felt so good and i want to get back in the winner circle i want to be able to do a victory lap and burn rubber and wave that checkered flag shout out nascar man i will i had fun tonight brother yeah, it was good. Uh, one day closer to one Saturday. College football. I mean, we I, we actually have games on tonight. I think Navy plays Memphis, and there's one one other game. So so I'll for sure be jumping on those and watching those when we get off, man. But like we said at the start of the show, keep subscribing on YouTube. Keep listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We do see those numbers, and we thank y'all for listening. Man, we will see y'all next week. Will, do you have any last words before we sign off? Nope. Appreciate you guys that are listening. Uh, the ones that are listening on Apple and Spotify, please, please, please share our stuff. Share it. Like our yeah. videos. Like our videos. If I know a bunch of people are watching them, but like them and follow us. That's how we'll keep this page growing. That's how we get on the, the For You page more is if more and more people start liking our stuff. So um, I have fun doing the TikToks. Oh, yeah. Um, so, um, Y'all just keep on listening, keep on supporting us, and uh, we're getting close to what why we did this. Yes, sir. So getting close, man. We'll be in Tuscaloosa soon. So uh, thank you guys for the support, and we're just going to keep on pushing. All right. Well, I will talk to you next week when we review week three, brother. See you later. See y'all.